0: all right everybody welcome to take off with john clark this is john clark and we've got some special guests and this is a really cool story let's bring in former eagles head coach doug peterson and his son josh peterson how you guys doing john doing really well you know i'm, in, I'm just enjoying my time
1: I'm, I'm down here obviously in south florida with uh with my wife and and uh just uh kind of relaxing right now and and seeing what uh Seeing what, honestly, what God has in, the, in my future, you know, as far as football goes, but everything's going extremely well right now.
0: Well, and I got to tell you, you look refreshed. You almost look like when a president leaves office after four years.
1: <laughs> well, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. You know, I mean, it's uh, obviously being a head coach in the National Football League can be uh, can be tough. It is tough. It's hard. It's uh, there's a lot of you wear a lot of hats, but, uh, you know, uh, you sign up. For that reason, and 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 I enjoyed that. I enjoyed my time, and and uh, you know, I'm just hoping that it's not not over. Obviously, um, you know, having won a Super Bowl a couple of years ago, I feel like I still have some good years ahead of me in, in that in that uh, in that realm. But yeah, just trying to recover, re- rejuvenate, get fresh, and uh, you know, wrap my head around the next uh, next opportunity.
0: Well, we'll we'll get into a couple Eagles questions and and maybe get some closure uh and and, and get some answers about what happened but this is such a cool thing that's going on right now uh josh uh you're gonna have your pro day coming up here at the university of louisiana louisiana monroe and your dad went there i believe he broke some school records um so so josh how amazing is this that you're following in your father's footsteps here and you're hoping to get drafted
2: Hey, John, good to see you again. Yeah, man, I'm super excited. Uh, It's been a crazy five years, you know, college football. And then I finally, you know, I'm kind of, I'm sitting in this chair uh, this day and, you know, have Pro Day coming up this Thursday and hopefully I can show out and give him my best and
0: hopefully get drafted. When was the first time that you kind of looked at your dad and what he did for a living? Because he's got one of the coolest jobs ever. Um, When did you start to look at him and say, you know what? I want to be like my dad.
2: I think, what, what were we, sixth grade when we first moved to New Jersey, when he got, you know, the first coaching job with the Eagles? Uh, it it kind of started then. And, you know, my football dream was not even – it wasn't even a dream yet. Uh, it didn't hit me until my junior year of high school when I started actually playing football again. Uh, so I started, you know, back kind of late. But once once I saw him and what he accomplished and how, quick he, how quickly he moved up the chain, you know, I was like, dang, that's – you know, you make a great living and then, you know, you get to do a lot of cool things. So it's, su- it's super – it's something I want to try and do myself.
0: So, who was the better athlete between the two of you at the University of Louisiana Monroe? Me. Well, Me. oh yeah. Does it count <laughs> we played two different positions? Does that count? And tight end is usually more athletic, right?
2: That's right. I'm about to say. There we go. Usually. Usually.
1: I would I would I would I would, I would agree with that. I'd say Josh is uh, probably the better at more he, he he's he's more uh, well-rounded than I am as far as athletic uh, skills go.
0: And and how about for you, Doug, when you see this, um, are you in a way almost living that period of your life uh through him? And do you see certain aspects of yourself in your son?
1: You know, I, I think I think about where where Josh is right now in, in his uh, in his life and his career. And and I think back to my days at, at Louisiana Monroe. And back then it was Northeast Louisiana University when I when I graduated from there. And you know, I think about the times where th- you know, obviously the football world has changed. It's, it's so advanced now with, with uh, uh, you know, the the opportunities to that are in front of these athletes. And, and, you know, I had, I can remember I had, I didn't have a pro day. I had one team, one team come into, into Monroe, Louisiana and work me out back in, you know, 19, uh, I guess it was 1991, the spring of 1991. Um, and, and my hopes and dreams, you know, back then the NFL draft, John was two rounds. It was Saturday and Sunday, uh, or not two rounds, but two days, Saturday and Sunday, I think it was 12 rounds. So uh, I went two days. I became an undrafted free agent, went to, went to the Miami Dolphins back then. And, and, and so I see, I see Josh kind of, kind of going down that same, down that same path and, and, uh, you know, things, you know, things are kind of coming full circle for him and, and it's a great opportunity for him to put his best foot forward. and. And uh, and show these teams exactly who he is and what he can do and 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 possibly
0: what he can bring to a team. And Josh, for you, I think you kind of jumped into football a little later. Um, w- with what happened with your brother Drew, how much did that motivate you? His injury and how much did that fire you up to try to get the most out of you?
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, seeing how much after that injury of like how much that he missed being out there on the field and how much the game meant to him. You know. I, I kind of I kind of saw that through his eyes, and I was like, I kind of want to I want to love something as much as he does. So I, I kind of picked football back up, and my my head high school football coach came to me and said, Hey, come try out. If you like it, play. If not, you know, don't worry about it. Go go keep playing golf. But ended up loving it, and here I am today. You know, have a good opportunity of playing in the NFL. Have you done some
0: Zoom interviews uh, with some teams?
2: Yeah, I've done a handful. You know, I just right before this call, you know, I was on a call, so it's it's been a lot of fun getting to talk to different teams and here in the interest level that they have and it, maybe not any at all, but, you know, just going through the process and it, it's, 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 it's been great. Have you done one with the Eagles? I have, I've talked with an Eagle scout, you know, and then my agents, I think have talked with Howie and Jake Rosenberg for sure. How cool is that? <laughs> I mean, it's, I'll go, like I said, I'll go to any team. It doesn't matter, you know, no hard feelings with the Eagles at all. I, I just want I want my foot in the door, you know,
0: and make a team no matter which one it is. What's the best advice your dad has given you over the years and also given you now about this journey you're on?
2: Man, it's been ongoing ever since my freshman year, since I started playing. It's after every game, it's it's advice here, advice there. You know, I pick up the phone and I get to call an NFL head coach to give me feedback on on my own game. So it's I've always kind of had up hand and he's all giving me the best advice on what to do on the field and off the field. So it's it's amazing having him in my corner.
0: And Doug, how about for you? Because you know, when you were coaching with the Eagles, you know, Saturdays—that's a big day. Uh, sometimes you're traveling for the road games. How would you catch Josh's games and then have those conversations after those games?
1: Yeah, you yeah, know, you're right. With um, you know the home games, it was a lot easier. I could I could get home in the afternoon and and uh, and catch it. You know, whether I'm whether I'm streaming it through a computer or or if he's on playing on TV or you know, now with these smart TVs, with all these apps and everything, you can just download and stream the game, you know, right to your, right to your TV. And then when I was on the road traveling, I always waited till I got into the hotel and uh, I had our, I had our uh, video guys hook up my, my iPod or iPad to the TV. And uh, I could stream it right to the TV and watch, watch his game. So my wife and I could watch all of his games throughout his college career. And, and, and that was, that was a lot of fun because, you know, for me, I, I, I was trying to watch it as a dad, right? As a proud parent, but I was also watching it as a coach and, and, you know, just kind of seeing the X's and O's and and the scheme and all of that. And that's, that's, I think where I could help Josh, you know, after the game and kind of talk him through some certain things. Maybe, Maybe we talk a play or two here and there, uh, talk about his technique and, and, and just try to continue to, you know, encourage him through the whole process, not only through college, but obviously now heading into, uh, you know, this draft, you know, coming up this
0: April. And when did you first kind of get it in your head that wow I mean he has a skill set that could play in the NFL and that he could possibly get drafted into the NFL.
1: Well and you alluded to it a little bit you know um earlier John you know he he started football a little bit later in in his life you know it was like his junior year of high school and and then of course he had some talent and he he was you know one of the better players on the football team at that time and of course into his senior year and then he got the you know the scholarship to Louisiana Monroe but you know, you really start thinking as he started playing and then he got into his junior season and uh, he had a lot of success. The team had success. Uh, he put up some really good numbers statistically uh, for him, for, you know, for him individually. But I thought at that time there was a good opportunity that he might get a chance to, to either, you know, be, be drafted or at least, you know, prefer free agent um, in the NFL. I really think there's a skill set there that someone uh, would reach out and and and, and take and take hold of. and then, of course, this 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 past season with him uh, going through that same thing again, just knowing that you know that's that's something that that that's a goal, right? That's something that we were shooting for, and he is shooting for, and he's always had it on his mind. and and uh, Josh has always been someone that when he puts his mind to it, he works extremely hard and he's diligent about it. You know good things, good things are gonna pay off and and, and
0: that's what we hope for again this uh, this spring. Hey, Josh, when your dad is giving you that great advice, because not too many, kids can get advice from a Super Bowl champion coach so did you ever say okay that's my dad talking and then that's coach talking no absolutely
2: you know you get on the phone and you know after a loss and you, you hear dad you know but he, and then after a win you get on the phone with him and it's all right this is what you did wrong and this is what you did right so it's kind of it kind of goes both ways but definitely it got more dad most of the time than than coach but
0: he was always in coach mode that's for sure And, you know, one of the coolest things I would see at Eagles games, uh, even before, is Doug would always have his family with him at the games uh, when he could, obviously. Um, So when did you first start to see everything that went on, game days and sometimes practices as well, and say, you know, I want to be a part of that life?
2: Yeah, right. So when he got hired
0: back with the Eagles as
2: the head coach, that was kind of when we got more, you know, getting to go throughout the stadium and then on game days and then at practices, he was able to have us out there, Uh, you know, seeing that ever since, what was it? 2016, was it? Yeah. Every year since then, you know, and me being in college, it was tough for, you know, not being able to be there, but the games I would get to, I get to be there from when the ball was kicked off till afterwards. So just seeing that whole process. And then, like I said, off season, Watching them train, watching the players, getting to see the players firsthand, it just kind of clicked in my head that I want to do this. I want to be here in this environment, and this is what I want to do with my life.
0: Have you, in your mind, you obviously have a dream of being drafted in the NFL, but you see how tough it is, and you saw your dad go undrafted. Um, do you have, you know, your, your dream in your mind, but also you're real about everything that could possibly happen?
2: Absolutely. I'm, I'm fully prepared to be undrafted. You know, it's, there's talk that I could be in one of the later rounds but I'm fully prepared to be a priority free agent and uh, there's nothing wrong with that. There's, there's plenty of ways to make it into the NFL and whichever way it happens for me, it doesn't matter as long as I
0: get there. And, uh, and Doug, are you, uh, are you kind of acting as a little bit of an agent this year? <laughs> I've, I've
1: done, I've done my share, um, you know, phone calls and text messages to people that I know. And, and uh, you know, and the thing is too, I mean, and Josh is absolutely right. You know, just and it's like it's like me back, you know, back in, you know, the early nineties, you just want to get your foot in the door. You just want an opportunity because, you know, I knew who I was back then, my work ethic and how I was going to approach the game. And Josh knows his work ethic and how he wants to approach the game. And, and I've been able to kind of mentor him a little bit on, on on what to expect Um, not only through this process, but I think the first year what rookies kind of go through and, and um, you know, our, our, our goal and our hope for, for him as, as our son to, To we'd love for him to be drafted, obviously, but uh, I think the bigger goal is just you know, let's uh, let's get into camp, let's see what happens, let's let's showcase our talent, and and that's all you can ask for.
0: Can you imagine the pride and the and the special feeling that you would have if you were able to see your son Josh in an NFL camp?
1: I would be it'd be a dream come true for me, for any of our sons, you know. Um, and 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 not only that but just to 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 watch him perform and and then to be able to follow his career wherever he ends up and and the thing is um you know again just getting that opportunity to 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 showcase right to to get into a a, a rookie I, who knows what the NFL what this offseason is going to bring if they're going to have an offseason again you know with the pandemic and and obviously with the things that are going on and uh, but just get get himself into a camp and just compete and and I think that's why it was so valuable for me as a Not only as the coach of the Eagles, but also as a parent, to have my sons there with me on game day or at practices, you know, OTAs in the spring, so that they could see that, they could experience that. So, you know, one day, if given the opportunity, they
0: know exactly
1: what to expect.
0: It's pretty good on the job training, huh? (laughs) Right there on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) So, how many Petersons will be in the NFL in 2021? Probably just one. (laughs) Can't tell you which one, but maybe just one. (laughs) I love that. That's a good tease. Now, now Doug, when you think about it, you talk about having conversations as a dad and I heard Josh, you know, he could kind of tell which, which one was talking to him. If you're back in the NFL as a coach, do you think it'd be really hard to coach your son or, or do you think it'd be really easy? Oh, it'd
1: be difficult. You know, um, to be able to coach, you know, to coach your son. I, I think that's a, it's something I've always, I've always thought about. And and even I go back to my early days of coaching high school football, you know, and, and I never really had that opportunity to to coach them in high school, but I almost had, it was like right on the doorstep of coaching my oldest son drew uh, in high school before we moved back to Philly uh, when I worked for coach Reed, you know, as quality control and then, and obviously quarterback coach. But I, I've thought about that. It, it would be difficult to, uh, to coach your son because, you know you're going to have to coach them all the same. I talk to my my coaches all the time about you know coach coach a veteran, coach a rookie, coach them all the same. Coach them hard, teach them. They want to they got to get better. Uh, you got to take the dad hat off and, and be coach because at the end of the day, as you know, John, you got to make your final roster cuts to 53, and then and then obviously your practice squad players, and that's where it would be difficult uh, if you had to make a decision uh, from you know your son versus another
0: player uh, to make that roster, that'd be a hard thing to do. Yeah. And Josh, uh, we asked your dad about how proud he would be. Uh, what would it mean to you, uh, as a little kid and and your dad guiding you through your life, uh, t- to be in the NFL and follow in your dad's footsteps? It'd be a dream come true. You know,
2: mom, mom sent me some pictures the other day of when he was playing with the Packers and he was holding me and my brothers, you know, and, and his 18 number Jersey. And, just to now look look that far back and then to look ahead, you know, if we're, if I'm standing on a sideline one day, you know, in a uniform, and he's right there next to me, you know, taking those same exact pictures, just a little a few years later, that's going to mean everything to me. That would be amazing.
0: We wish you the best with that. That would be really amazing.
3: I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom, a performance-enhancing broom.
0: couple Eagles questions for you, Doug. Um, I think a lot of us are still trying to wrap our head around what happened after the season. Have you found some closure, uh, with, with everything that happened? I, you know what I have John and, and,
1: um, you know, obviously this, this business is a, is, is a tough business and we know that. And, and, um, you know, I, I I got into coaching way back, even when I got into high school coaching, you know, it, it, it's about winning games and winning championships, winning a state championship in high school or, a, you know, a, a national championship in college and obviously a Super Bowl and uh, in the NFL. And, and, you know, for me, um, you know, I was able to accomplish that in the NFL and I was able to accomplish that in, in a great city of Philadelphia and, and um, a place that I played. Um, you know, a, a place that I worked for in my past and obviously became became a head coach for five years. And and so from a closure standpoint, I, I just think about those great times, those great moments I had in, in the five years. And and and, and obviously we had a, we had a rough season this past year and things didn't go our way and the injuries and and, and whatnot. But, you know, I, I don't focus on that. I focus on the good times, the good thing, the people I've met, the relationships that I have and and still uh, still hold hold dear to my heart, and and that that to me gives me closure uh, on any decision that that was made, um, because I know that I can uh, obviously you know hold my head up high, very proud of what I did, you know, in the five years in Philadelphia, and obviously bringing that organization and that city a championship.
0: Jeff Lurie did say that you did not deserve to be let go, so I got to ask you. I mean, do you feel you deserve to be fired? You know, I, I would
1: love to have had an opportunity to to really kind of fix, you know, the the season last year and, and get things back on track and, and really, you know, um, turn that thing around. Because I feel like that's that's something that I could have could have done. But, you know, and I, and I understand I understand where he's coming from and, and obviously the situation, you know, moving forward. And and um, again, I, I just continue to focus on those positives and, and, and think about my time there and, and think about. You know, if 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 this were the time and and obviously this was the time for for me to leave. Well, guess what? I'm going out on a high note. I'm going out on top. I'm going out, you know, as a Super Bowl winning coach in Philadelphia. Um, uh, Hopefully, hopefully I can, you know, I'll be welcomed back in the city one day and and come back. And whether I'm coaching on the other sideline or just coming back to visit, uh, I look forward to those moments.
0: Did it kind of come down to you? basically standing your ground and standing up for coaches that you wanted to have on your staff.
1: You know, I, I've, I've done that in, in, you know, my time there and, and, and obviously um, you know, I'm going to continue to always stand up for the guys that that, that I want to surround myself with and, and um, you know, try to put my best foot forward. I, I feel like that that's as a head coach, you know, you, you should have that opportunity to um, you know, have the guys around you because then, then it's on me. Right. And then it's, then it's, then it's my decision. If it doesn't go, If it goes south at that point, then then that's something I have to live with. And and I'm always going to stand up for those guys, whether they're coaches, whether they're players, front office people, you know, because you want to surround yourself with guys that are that are that are loyal, guys that are, you know, going to have your back and guys that are going to you know stand up for you. Because I'm going to stand up for every one of those players in that locker room, which I did for five years. and, And obviously my coaches are the same.
0: So when you guys won the Super Bowl three years ago, and that party and everything. Uh, if I were to say that three years later, just three years later, you, Nick Foles, Carson Wentz would all not be with the Eagles anymore. I mean, you would probably tell me that I was crazy and it would be shocking, right? Uh, yeah, I, I would.
1: I would have said that three years ago, you know, coming off a Super Bowl win. And, and then obviously in 18 and 19, a couple of couple of playoff appearances, you know, you'd say you'd have at least have at least another couple of years left, you know, and, and try to try to do it again, try to turn things around. but. Again, I, you know, John, it's, 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 it's behind me now. It's sort of water under the bridge. Uh, I have moved on from it. I'm looking forward to the next opportunity uh, in my coaching career. I'm, I'm I'm excited about Josh and 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 this spring for him and, and supporting him. We're going to be at his pro day this week and, and uh, just want to see some great things, you know, through him. And, and, um, you know, I, listen, I, I've, I've, I've had such an outpouring of love and, and support and, uh, congratulations that, that, that's what keeps me going. That's what, that's what allows me to kind of have that closure that, that, that you asked me about from, from the fans and from, you know, even, even people from around the league that, that have reached out and that, that outpouring it, um, uh, it just goes to show that, you know, for the last five years, you know, we did, we did things right. And, um, you know, I'm going to continue to do that, believe in the things that I want to believe in and, and, um, hopefully I
0: get an opportunity to do that in the future. Two final quick questions about the Eagles and then I'll wrap it up with some Super Bowl memories with you and your family there. Um, is there anything you want to clear up about what happened with you and Carson Wentz? There were reports that you guys didn't speak for a couple of months and things like that. Is there anything you want to clear up? You know, the, the only thing I will say, I, and I, and I understand where
1: Carson's coming from because it's difficult when you're the, when you're the starter and, and, and things like this happen and and you basically, you know, you get, you get benched and, and obviously, you know, our season wasn't going the way we wanted it to go. And, and um, it's difficult. It's difficult for for any player to to go through that. I did it with Nelson Aguilar. My, what well, I guess my first year. I, I you know, a different, obviously different position and all that. But, you know, and but you got to have the conversations. You got to have the open door policy, and and you gotta you gotta communicate. And and uh, felt like we did that. And and um, I I do believe that there's there's a little. I guess a little misnomer out there where, where Carson and I were on such a, you know, bad terms. And I, I, have never felt that way. You know, I've always, you know, felt like I was going to do the right thing, you know, for the Philadelphia Eagles. And, and, um, and, and, but yet I understand, you know, what, what, what he, he was feeling and what he was going through. I know there was frustration there. So um, I still have a lot of respect and, and, you know, we drafted him, you know, five years ago to be the guy. and, And I'm, I'm excited to see what, what, uh, what he does with the Colts now. And, and, you know, and, and, and he has a fresh start too. And, and, um, you know, I, I think that's something that players go through in their careers. They, they get opportunities to go other places, whether it's through, you know, free agency, whether it's through trades, um, you get cut one place, you get picked up another. Um, it's just another, it's another opportunity. And, and I know that's what he's looking
0: forward to. And, and, and I'm excited to watch his, uh, watch his career moving forward. And final question about the Eagles, Jalen Hurts, uh, he only had four games to start, but he is going to be QB one now here in Philly. So do you think he can be the guy here with the Eagles? You know, I think he can. Um, he's got such a great, uh, a
1: lot like Carson. He's got such a great leadership style. Um, guys really gravitate to him. Um, his work ethic is second to none. Um, you know, I, I think the coaching staff can, can if they're patient with him and, and really teach and dial things in for him, and, and really tailor the offense around uh, around his skill set. He's going to have success. He's a proven winner. He's been a been a proven winner, obviously in college and at a couple of places that he's been. And and uh, I know he can do that in the National Football League. He's young, but yet he's eager. Um, he, he's he's not, He's he's going to outwork everybody on the football team. That's just who he is. And and uh, so again, he's another player, young player for the Eagles that uh, uh, I'll follow his career and and um, you know. But I think he'll have some success there.
0: And, that, and you know, the NFL comes at you fast. It's a crazy business. So what if the Eagles were to draft or bring in your son, Josh?
1: <laughs> I would tell Josh to get in Jalen Hurts' ear, get into his pockets, get, in, get into everything he knows about Jalen Hurts and start throwing and catching and doing everything he can. Um, and that'd be a great opportunity. They've had, they've had a great run there of, of tight ends. And, and um, you know, Zach Ertz is one of the best in the National Football League. Dallas Goddard and I know Rich Rod. Is there and and you know we've we've had success with tight ends and um you know it's um it, I'd be excited for Josh wherever he ends up but uh, if he were back in Philly um you know that'd be a great opportunity great spot for him
0: and, and and Josh for you did did you get a chance to kind of pick the brains of Zach Gertz and Dallas Goddard and Richard Rogers and kind of learn from them a little bit or watch them. Yeah, definitely. They more watching than kind of picking their brain, just kind of left
2: them alone. You know, NFL pro athletes, just kind of let them do their thing, but uh, watch them at every practice. You know, I'm my older brother would be with the QBs and I would go straight to the tight ends, just watching their technique and their skill sets. They're, they're incredible. Like, like he said, the best tight end, one of some of the best in the, in the league. So
0: it's, it's great to have them on, with the Eagles. You know, I, one of the great things, as I said, was seeing you guys as a family uh, at the Eagles game. So Take me back to Super Bowl weekend and that whole week, uh, and what that moment was like for you as a family. I'll start with you, Josh, seeing all of you up there uh, on the podium getting the Lombardi trophy, um, and just your thoughts about your dad accomplishing that.
2: Yeah, another thing, a great opportunity that we were obviously that Super Bowl Sunday, we got to stand on the sideline the entire game. So, incredible opportunity getting to see everything the play calling to uh, just every quarter, you know, throughout the whole game. But The whole weekend, I kind of got there Friday a little bit later, so it kind of hit me like a whirlwind. It was a quick turnaround weekend, but getting to fly home with the Super Bowl trophy is—it's one of the coolest things in the world. You know, flying from Minnesota back to Philly, holding that trophy—it's—it's pretty special. And to watch my own dad do it—it makes it that much better because knowing I get to go home and that a Super Bowl winning coach—you know—I live in his house and he provides for me, so it's pretty cool to tell people that that's my dad. Doug, what was that moment like for you
1: with your family and, and the parade and everything? You know, it's, 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 it's hard to put words, you know, into it. Um, You know, obviously, again, as I mentioned earlier, you get into this business to win championships, right? Whether you're a player or a coach, and and I had an opportunity, obviously, in Philadelphia to do it, but to have it, to have it where our two oldest sons, Drew and Josh, were on the sideline. Our youngest son didn't like to be on the sideline because he couldn't see. So he always sat, he always sat with my wife. So they were up in the box, up in a suite, you know, with my agent and his wife during the game and, and, um, but just having them on the sideline and then, and then um, I, I still have, I don't know if you'll be able to pick it up on the, on the, um, on your screen here, but I have a, I have a screensaver that is from Super Bowl after it's a, it's a selfie that Josh took um, on the field with the entire family. And, and then our oldest son's fiance is in there in that picture too. But I'll, ne- I'll never take that off of my phone because those those moments you you never get those moments back and and it's so special to have your family down there and and standing on the podium with you and my mom was there and and um you know and then and then to, like josh said to come home the next morning you know you're flying back with the with it, 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 i still pinch myself when i you know i, I think about flying home and i'm got the world championship super Bowl Lombardi trophy in my hands and you know that we park the plane and all the people that are at the airport, just at the airport when we get back. and then and then we take the buses back to Novacare that day and and all the people that are like packed into novacare. And I mean, it was just, and then, of course, the parade later on that week. I mean, what a just a surreal moment for for the fans, for the city, for for that region of the country who are eagles fans. um i I'll, I'll never forget it. never forget it. and and I love watching highlights. I love watching. You know, videos of the parade or you know clips of the game—it just it never gets old. And um, you know, it's just something that I'm, I'm I'm very very proud of, obviously. But to have my my family there is very special.
0: And Josh, when you're when you're there on the sideline and and you see that they're running Philly special, I mean, one of the gutsiest calls, if not the gutsiest call in Super Bowl history. What do you what's going on inside of you when you see that they're going for one of the wildest play calls in Super Bowl history? So my dad's uh, assistant, Nick Williams, was,
2: was wearing the headset, so he gets all the play calls, and that's kind of who I stand by. And he looks at us kind of wide-eyed, and he's like, oh, my goodness. They just called. You know, they bring they, they it in practice, and they've gone over it, but they wouldn't believe that they would call it in a game. But Nick kind of looks at us like wide-eyed, and he goes, oh, my goodness, just watch. And sure enough, it, it came out to be that play and the play that will live on in history forever. But it was, it was so crazy to see the whole thing happen. Well,
0: this is uh, this has been great having you guys on here Um, and you get a sense just how much love is in your family and wish you the best, Josh. I mean, this would be amazing um, if you can be in an NFL camp, no matter how you get there competing for a job. So best wishes to you and in your journey here. Thank you so much. We're going to miss you on Philly, that's for sure. And hopefully,
2: you know, one day either play in that city or play for them. So thanks again for having us and appreciate
0: it. You got it. And, and Doug, maybe we see you uh, back in the NFL in 2022, or are you going to be on the golf tour? <laughs> hopefully my chances in
1: the uh, in the NFL are a lot better than, than on the golf tour, but yeah, I'm, I, I'm in a, I'm in a good place right now and and uh, I'm, I'm excited for, uh, for, for my next chapter and, and hopefully I'm on the sidelines again, you know, in a year and, and uh, I still want to stay, you know, in touch with the game. Hopefully I get a chance to go maybe visit some camps during, during August and, and, uh, and just kind of kind of stay stay around the game and um, look forward to, to being on the sideline and, and doing it again yeah we might just see you at some NFL stadiums in 2021
0: you might you might see me later on this year that's correct that's well, great right. thank you so much for the time we really appreciate it and and best wishes to both of you thank you John
1: thanks for having me thanks for having our son and, and uh, Josh good luck this spring
2: thank you it's going to be some hard work but thank you thanks again John.